You are here. Here you are. Are you here? This is Max Hall and Yes You Are Here is back after a little break last month as I grow bigger in size and girth and that's not from eating too many cakes but being in the midst of my first pregnancy. Anyhow, I've stopped losing my lunch down the loo and I'm back to bring you a special from the Sonic Recycler which is an event aimed at promoting new music and recycling. Such is innovation these days, there was a chap there who'd invented a CD lathe, transforming them into vinyl, which is really a kind of magic, and I'll play you the results of this amazing invention later in the show. Now back to the event which is held yearly at the Waterman's Arts Centre in Brentford, Londinium, on the banks of the River Thames. It's hosted by the long-running electronic club Sprawl run by our aficionados Irish Gorelfs and Douglas Benford. Highlights of this year's event came from Simon Bookish, Shauna Hagen and Blevin Blectum. I'm going to start off with Simon Bookish who played a live set of his surreal electropop from his latest LP Trainwreck Raincheck. Simon's performance certainly gave a respectful wink at David Sylvian and Scott Walker as he strutted the stage with a performance passion I've not seen too often in these days of laptop laziness. somehow conned the administration of the train wreck into believing that I am qualified to operate the train. My ruse was to visit the head office each morning, just walk in and sit down I had decided was my office, although it more closely resembled a dirty cupboard. I am able to convince them because I am extra, extra friendly to the man who sits at the security gate each morning. I wave and shout. All right, Charlie. And he opens the gate and lets me in. On the train itself, I am enjoying my job very much. My lack of training, however, means I do not have the special key with which to open the doors automatically so people are having some difficulty getting in and out. Fortunately, since the train drives itself, I don't have much else to worry about and chat to the passengers who are fooled by my blue uniform and hat. Two women have no tickets. I explain that they will be subject to an on-the-spot fine. I then realize I do not have the book from which to issue a fine. Pretend I'm being benevolent and let them off. Back in my office, but I am worried the managers are on my case and are waiting for me to slip up. Someone's been rifling through my files. My suspicions are confirmed when I fling open the door and find my yacht has been taken away. A yacht being a perk of the job. I wander outside, 
was a long, verdant lagoon with weeping willows by the water, thick green moss underfoot. In the distance is a house on an island. People are slowly swimming around it. People are slowly swimming around. People are slowly swimming. On bateau, on board A luxury yacht or a cruise liner Out in the sun, cheerful With rails all around Enclosing the deck So high, so the sea's not visible. The captain comes out onto the deck, white beard, uniform, faux pirate, army hearties. Steps out from a flimsy pair of French windows. Everyone must come inside urgently. Everyone files in. We mill about. In a large, low-ceilinged observation deck It seems to be made from cardboard Might even be with overhead projections. He says, we're about to attempt a common nautical procedure known as pairs. As we submerge a smaller vessel hitches a ride. Piggyback style. He says, piggyback style. begin to fill up with a bright blue liquid you stand up in the middle of a crowded room shout and you shout at the top of your lungs he says it's like piggyback style I hide in a log cabin with a large group of strangers. We don't know what's outside, but it's making us pretty nervous. Channel 4 make a terrible fuss of appointing a dwarf to present all of its children's programs. He turns out to be really rather good. 
exceptionally engaging and handsome. A long-term documentary of his life is commissioned. I go to the park. It's very blight, blighted by what looks like plastic. The grass is very green, the sky is very blue, and the ducks have left a lot of duck shit all over a tiny island in the river. I sit on the grass and explain to George Bush and Condoleezza Rice how the ducks stand on one leg to avoid getting shit on both feet. They're very interested and have me demonstrate. I buy weird fluffy toys for my little brother. They all have ineffectual limbs, grey threadbare fur, irregular numbers of eyes and ears. I am delighted that the supermarket stocked them, since I know my little brother has real-life creatures like this living in his backyard. I wander about barefoot in the duck shit and feel guilty, because I promised my friends in the log cabin I wouldn't speak to George Bush. And now, I have. now apparently an iconic figure in the art world. He's been asked to appear in the catwalk show of Vivian Westwood's new collection and Channel 4 are covering the event for the documentary. Naturally. ridiculously melodramatic argument. We're both like Laurence Olivier doing Greek tragedy. The lighting is suitably stark. We're spotlit from below. All of the clothes are black and yellow, striking geometric patterns on enormous angular outfits. Westwood explains to the cameras that she gets nervous if she can see the faces of the crowd, so everyone has had to come wearing an animal head over their evening wear. The camera pans out for the last shot. Go! Ho! Spaceships arrived. 
No one seemed especially surprised, although the crowd did coo with some admiration at the massiveness of the vessels and the gracefulness with which they swung in and out of the atmosphere. They arced across the skyline as if suspended on strings, two at a time, maybe eight in all, each one gleaming, prone, insect-shaped, miles across, and utterly silent. This flyby was followed by a kind of ceremonial landing or invasion. As the final ship descended, its angular edges allowed it to land flush against the surrounding skyscrapers like the final piece of a gigantic jigsaw puzzle. The walls of the spaceship concertinaed out magnificently, forming an instant chrome railway line on which the aliens trundled out in a little wooden tram. Big, bold, eggheads, spindly, grey, anthropomorphic bodies, disgruntled, puckered little mouths. This anticlimactic entrance, coupled with the aliens' unexpectedly cliched appearance, caused the crowd to erupt and to Standing on the gravelled approach to a country manor house, looking out at the verdant lawn, I find my body has been confetted with lice-type insects. They crawl all over me, but I'm neither panicked nor disgusted. The lice are growing very rapidly, and after a while they become so large and heavy they can no longer cling to me and fall off onto the lawn. They continue to grow, eventually becoming bona fide crabs in the marine sense of the word. Although they have the deep orange-red colour of cooked crabs, they are very much alive. Several hundred of them scuttling around my feet. I realise I should stamp on them and do so one, uh, one by one by one by one by one, and as I stamp on each crab it explodes in a spurt of... Toffee sauce! After a while, they're all dead, and the lawn is a bit of a mess. I feel neither happy nor sad. Yes. 
I feel neither happy nor sad. The Lord is a bit of a mess, a bit of a mess. The Lord is a bit of a mess, a bit of a mess.
I find myself in an imposing boardroom lined in oak for a job interview on the long table in front of me is a sheaf of papers I rummage through I rummage through come across a brief a job description but having the time to read any further as the door the door opens the interviewer turns out to be the rain check ex-prime minister she sits down next to me I forget who she is Immediately the questions she asks are very vague I forget then too I mumble vague responses But question 10 very clear. It's Leo. Which British monarch do you most identify with and why? I reply. With conviction. Now that was the sound of Simon Bookish live at the Sonic Recycler. Next up is a song from Sean O'Hagan from the High Llamas, who is joined by Stereo Labs Letitia for an impromptu duet. Thank you. Right, I'm going to ask um, my friend Letitia to come on stage. She's going to do a little song for us. Letitia Sadia, Arnold, we worked together many years ago in Stereo Lab Records and High Llamas Records, and um, this song was written, uh, which... Letitia sang on many years ago, and, and we, we've never done it live, and so we just had a little go. We're still working together. In the, in the, yeah, we're still working together, yeah, yeah, in the dressing room. So we're going to have a go. It's called Cookie Bay, and it's... So, um, a bit of an... Ex- Actually, can I have the call sheet? Sure. If you just tear that off. There you go, sorry. It'll go wrong here somewhere, whatever. And I'll be, there'll be a bit of instructions issued here and there. So... I'll give you your, um, in, in arm here. So I'm, I'm just having a Okay, here we go. The tribe but stood the count. 
Sean O'Hagan at this year's Sonic Recycler and there'll be one more song from Sean later in the show. Now as part of the event there was an artist called Alexander Kalkowski who played a really interesting acoustic set with 78s and wind-up gravophones. You can also recycle CDs and allow you to put your own music on them as I mentioned at the start of the show. Now I got very excited when I heard about this invention and thought I had to test it out. This is the sound of what was once a Bronxky Beat CD and has been transformed into a xylitol track. Anyway, it is mono, but I do think there is a vast improvement. Thank <laughs> you. 
Now, making CDs into vinyl is pure magic in my book. To find out more and links to all the artists mentioned on the show, do check out the Sprawl's website. It's www.sprawl.org.uk. Now, Blevin Blexham, who's half of the digital US pop noise duo Blexham from Blexham, gave a stunning live set alongside a film that was a collision between the cute, psychedelic and sinister. Think of a satanic female Aphex twin starring in a Kenneth Anger film as your back- backdrop to this particular excerpt. Oh, 
a slice of Lexham's performance at the Sonic Recycler. And we'll finish the show with, with a final live song from Sean O'Hagan. It's about his old home stomping ground, Peckham Rye in South London, which is actually somewhere I used to live. Now, the next show is going to be very soon indeed as we have a ton of quality new releases to share with you. And also, it's our annual special coming up from the Sonar Festival where you'll hear the likes of Matt Moss and many more. Oh, I also want to tell you that the You Are Here Live Sessions LP is now out as a download album. You can get it via whipit.com. Links are on our website at www.youarehere.co.uk. So check out the links for that. And that's where you'll find details of the album, podcast, email, and of course, MySpace. Well, until the next show, this is Mags Hall signing out. Thanks very much. So this is the last song, and you know, thanks for listening. And we're in Brentford, which is a long way from Peckham, which is this song's about it's called The Passing Bell and it's about William Blake on Peckham Roy seeing his vision city wall ends and the angels descend lay down at the foot of the Rhine lay down watch the traffic go by way down at the foot of the Rhine way down watch the traffic
Thanks for listening.